0: What is up, guys? Welcome to another edition of the Market Marauder Show. Beating the market one trade at a time. Hope everybody's having a great week out there. Uh, enjoying this market that we have. It's currently on a bearish downward trend. Uh, a lot of things going on in the market. Uh, inflation has plagued the market. Uh, a lot of stocks have fallen uh, just based on the inflation numbers uh, and just inflation in general in the market. A lot of companies are re uh, their projections. You still also have Omicron that's going around. So let's jump into the articles uh, for some of the news going around in the market. So first, top chip maker, TSM, which stands for Taiwan Semiconductor, Uh Notched a new quarterly sales record at the end of 2021, boosted by continued demand from top clients including Apple and Qualcomm for semiconductors. The Taiwanese foundry, uh, which manufactures chips for other companies, reported December revenue of $115.38 billion, uh, New Taiwan dollars, and about $5.6 billion, uh, USD. A record number for a single month and up 4.8% from November. Uh, for the fourth quarter, uh, revenue totaled $438.18 billion, uh new Taiwan dollars. Uh, the sixth straight quarterly sales record at TSMC has recorded. Demand for semiconductors, which are a key uh, for everything from smartphones, cars, uh, continue to rise, even though there's a shortage of chips has hit uh, several industries. Uh, and so last year. Uh, TSM was planning to hike prices amid the strong demand and lack of supply. Uh, Investment banks uh, like China Resistance said uh, in a note this month that it expects TSM's financials uh, to start reflecting foundry price hike benefits, uh, which is other peers enjoyed immensely last year. Uh, China resistance lifted its sales expectations for 2022, now expecting 23% year over year growth um, that's driven mainly by higher average selling prices for its products. Uh, So semiconductors are definitely uh, one of the, I guess, linchpins in a lot of different industries. The automotive industry relies heavily on it, especially as we segue into getting into the EV space. Uh, There are a lot of technology that are wrapped into these EV vehicles. And semiconductors pays uh, plays a large part into that. So we're going to see a huge demand uh, for semiconductors probably until the end of 2023, in my personal opinion, especially as we begin to ramp up this production of EV vehicles. Um, And so, you know, new smartphones continue to come out that needed. Uh, There's new iPhones that come out, new devices. Speed is something that consumers are looking for when it comes to the new devices. Um, And so semiconductor technology is always going to be something that's on the cusp and always um, in high demand. So next, Rivian shares decline in twenty twenty one production uh, and executive, and has an executive departure. Uh, so shares for Rivian Automotive, uh, which is a company that went public uh, late last year, towards the end of the year, uh, went public trading. They were backed by Ford as well as um, Amazon. And so those two having really big companies behind them, they went public Uh, during their IPO uh, was a huge IPO. The company went up, but shares have fallen since then and are continuing to fall after that. Now, this is not a direct indicator for the EV market. I think the EV market is still going to be pumping away, uh, even as we go into 2022. Just that I think this is due to a market sell off that is uh, beginning to happen. So the electric vehicle startup uh, said it built 1,015 vehicles in its first few months of production, uh, falling 185 vehicles short of its initial manufacturing target. Of those vehicles, 920 were delivered to owners, um, and this was in a press release from Rivian. The final tallies, which were announced after the market closed, did little to help the company's stock, uh, which lost 5.6% earlier uh, in the day before closing at $81.44 a share uh, on Monday. And so Wall Street Journal also reported that Rivian chief operating officer uh, Rod Copps or Copes uh, left the automaker last month as the company was ramping up production. The Rivian spokesperson or spokeswoman confirmed Copes departure uh, to CNBC, uh chart characterizing it as a retirement that was planned for months. Uh, so changing large positions in company um, is something, you know, you should definitely look at for not saying that it's immediately in a negative effect on the company, but having a company that's so new and having their COO, you know, immediately depart as soon as the company goes public could be seen as a red flag to investors. So I would just say, be aware of this stock. Um, just, you know, watch it. There are other EV companies that are out there that have, you know, very solid, uh, structure teams, uh, good CEO, COO, CFOs, uh, already built into their infrastructure. Especially with Rivian being so new and so newly traded, and such a new company in general, having such um, you know turmoil in their executive suite uh, could be something that you know kind of fails investor confidence so investor confidence is basically um you know what makes people comfortable with investing into um the stock and so investor confidence can come in things like they like the product they like the ceo uh in the form of tesla uh, they like the product same in tesla um you know their quarterly earnings are doing really well so like a big company like apple their quarterly earnings are doing well um those are things that investors look at when investing. Can they make a return on their capital? Uh, things that are red flags, in my personal opinion, especially when looking at a company and its evaluation, especially a new company that is new to publicly trading, um, is you know a COO leaving. Uh, C-suite positions are very important. Uh, more important than C-suite are going to be board directors, but no one really sees those from uh, the outside looking in unless you're really doing research, uh, extensive research on the company. And the board members uh, have, you know, really good uh, foundation, but really the C-suite uh, people are what drive the company uh, to really make uh, the, the, drive the company to make the um, real decisions that will help it move forward. So losing such a big position um, is something that kind of to me is a red flag when looking at Rivian, especially when it just started publicly trading uh, not too long ago. Now they can replace this uh, position uh, with someone else, potentially someone with has more experience in the field or more experience in general, uh, business-wise, uh, that would definitely help the company. But I think Rivian in general has some great backing uh, with, like I said, for an Amazon having it being backed. I think the company can project to continue to go moving forward. I don't think it's going to be the same um, as like a Nikola Motors, what happened with that. I think Rivian definitely has a great start. They have a product that's out, that's actually working and running. Um, so they're you know miles ahead of Nikola Motors when they first IPO'd. Uh, so definitely, I don't think this is too big of a red flag but still is a red flag considering uh the timing of the whole thing so uh that's something to look for uh in rivian it is publicly traded so make sure you guys go look at it uh if you want to jump into the ev space like i said again there are other names out there you have tesla you have gm lucid uh if you want to go to some of the chinese names you have neo you have xpev uh which is trading under or Xpeng, which is trading on the ticker sign xpev and then you have uh Rivian. So there are plenty of uh, other companies out there if you want to get into the EV space, uh, but Rivian being one of the newer American companies uh, to look at for, hopefully this won't dramatically affect uh, the company long term. Next, California's blueprint uh, budget has $6.1 billion for electric vehicle incentives. Uh, so California's Governor uh, Gavin Newsom presented a 284, $286.4 billion budget proposal, uh, dubbed the California blueprint uh, for the state. The plan suggests spending $22.5 billion uh, to address... Uh, boring climate crisis, uh, in the state allocating a fresh 6.1 billion to electric vehicle incentives. Um, and so California is one of the few States, uh, that is really, um, you know, high on the incentives for EVs. So you definitely could see a lot of companies, uh, really getting into, um, you know, ramping up their EV production to just satisfy all the customers in California. Now, California has uh, become the first state to say it would effectively ban sales of new internal combustion engines or gas-powered vehicles by 2035, so that's definitely something to look at uh, for California as well. California, you know, being one of the largest states, uh, definitely has an emissions problem. Uh, This, I think, is a step forward to do so. But that is a lot of money to go into, uh, you know, the electric vehicle space and definitely could help propel the entire uh, electric vehicle ecosystem moving forward. So lastly on here, there's a petition uh, for $2,000 monthly stimulus checks that has reached about 3 million signatures. Uh, Americans need some certainty, says restaurateur who started it. Uh so when COVID-19 pandemic took hold in March 2020, uh Stephanie Bonin uh, and her husband Keith Arnold, uh, co-founder of Denver restaurant, worried that they would face financial disaster. Uh this crisis prompted them to close Duo restaurant, uh which serves farm-to-table uh contemporary American cuisine. Uh there was no playbook on what happened next the federal state um aid addressed the pandemic uh, and had not yet been implementing uh, the temporary laid off, uh, temporarily laid off all but three of their 15 employees. And so they started a petition uh, on change.org. The petition calls for $2,000 per month aid for every American uh, during the pandemic. So there have already been, um, you know, aid that has come out Uh, in the previous stimulus, but they're asking for another $2,000 stimulus for every American. Um, You know, this is definitely something that I think a lot of people are facing with. Uh, In 2021, there were a lot of moving around. So you had the Great Resignation where a lot of people uh, not only quit their jobs, but a lot of people moved industries uh, and moved around trying to find better positions. A lot of people went back to school. Um, So I really think the Great Resignation kind of really shook up the economy. One thing about the Great Resignation is you hear a lot of people talk about it, but it wasn't all a a negative thing. The Great Resignation was a lot of people moving positions as well, which were kind of tied into uh, the Great Resignation. So when you hear that term, don't think it's just like everybody quit their jobs. Uh, It was more of like people decided different career paths as well as figured out what was best for them and their family. You also had a new uh, way of working that, you know, was implemented to a lot of different companies, which didn't exist before or was very rare, which was work from home, which really changed the way people had an outlook on the way work can be done. Now, if you're in a retail space, uh, if you're, you know, doing something that requires you to be face-to-face with people, you may not have had uh, that luxury to work from home, but there were a lot of Americans who did have that uh, availability to work from home and who are still potentially working from home. And so going to that new normal, um, of having the working from home or more people, uh, doing homeschooling, things of that nature really changed the entire economy as a whole. Also amid that time, there were stimulus checks that were going out. Uh, there was reimbursement for parents and there was also uh stimulus checks for those with certain income ranges. And so, uh, a lot of Americans were able to benefit from that. There are also unemployment, uh, boosts that came out, uh, I think, uh, for, food assistance there was a boost as well that came out and so the economy was flooded with tons of money uh, that went out now this new two thousand uh dollar monthly stimulus i don't think it's too bad of a situation but we already are flooded with a lot of money going into the market i think one of the bad things that if this does you know really reach the white house or reach congress uh that could happen is more inflation and so when I hear a lot of people talk about uh, you know, more money, I think that's a great thing uh, for those people who need it. You need to pay bills, uh, things of that nature. But you have to also look at the negative connotations that happen. Uh, we have a shipping crisis that's going on. And inflation. Um, And so inflation is not going to go away. If you continue to print more money, you continue to flood the economy with money. So a lot of those people sadly took advantage of the situation, went and spent it on stuff that they didn't need, which fueled and helped the economy. It definitely helped a lot of people who were trading stocks. A lot of stocks were be able to profit from that. But in the long term, uh, it did have some negative connotations as well. Once that money ran out and is starting to run out, uh, the economy is, is starting to go down a little bit. So it's kind of a balancing act. I don't think there's all positives, and I don't think they're all negatives in the situation. There are people who do need the money, there are people who got the money and wasted it. So there are two you know, different. Ways to look at the situation. Uh, I think ultimately um, it's up to Congress to decide if that's going to come down uh, for the next stimulus. But I do think it's interesting that 3 million people have signed this petition uh, that goes to show you how many people really need help uh, out there in the economy. So hopefully this helped you all out. Definitely look at the semiconductor plays that are out there. Uh, Taiwan Semiconductor, definitely going to be one of the companies to look for going into 2022. Uh, You have Rivian as well. Um, I think now may possibly be a great buying opportunity for Rivian, especially if you want to do a long-term EV play. Um, And then one of the indicators is California, like I said, uh, banning gas-powered vehicles by 2035. So you have at least one state that could benefit from EV vehicles going forward. And so... Hope this helped you all out. I uh, Hope you all have a great rest of the week in this volatile market. Bear in mind, it's not financial advice. I'm not telling you to invest or not to invest into any of these plays. Just telling you what's out there in the market. Good luck to everybody out there trading, and I'll see you guys on the next episode. Peace.